Welcome to MB Out Loud, the podcast that brings you stories about the pressing issues of our day by talking to the people experiencing them. In this episode, we will highlight housing instability and what can happen when you're in the midst of it. And it's like, you can't stay here, we do whatever, whatever. So we stayed in my truck at a gas station out there for a couple days because it's kind of safer out there than it was in town. We'll talk to Pharaoh Brown Eyes, a 31-year-old mother of three who has one week to find a place that will accept her housing voucher or she could face the scary reality of losing her children. Keep crying because I don't know what to do. Last Friday, Pharaoh took the time to talk to me with the hopes that telling her story could lead her closer to finding a place that would accept her housing voucher. Before we get started, please take the time to like, comment, and subscribe to help elevate Pharaoh's story and to support my work. I'm a journalist in Lawrence, Kansas, and it's my dream to present stories about real people on issues that matter. But I can't do that without your support, so please subscribe. Thirty-one-year-old Pharaoh Brown Eyes, who has three children, two in her care, and is pregnant, told me how she lost her housing about a month ago, and she described the obstacles she's faced since. Pharaoh moved to Lawrence, Kansas from Minnesota in 2018 to be closer to a support system. Her mother and her sister both live here, but they have their own struggles and are unable to help her find housing. Farrah worked at Chipotle for about four years, but last year she experienced a mental health crisis and lost her job. This past April, Farrah took her children with her to Phoenix, Arizona so she could seek mental health services at a center that provides care specifically tailored to Native Americans. After being gone less than a week, she got a phone call alerting her that her house had been broken into and her truck had been stolen. Because then I was going through a mental health breakdown. But then I got the phone call that my truck was gone and that people were at my house. She said a toxic ex and his girlfriend had seized on her absence to ransack the place. She rushed back to Kansas where she discovered holes in her walls and garbage strewn around the house. She spiraled into a depression, missing her May and June rent payments. Pharaoh is a recipient of the housing voucher system. She was obligated to pay $255 directly to her landlord. In past years, she would pay rent for the entire year whenever she got her tax return. But she didn't earn enough money working at DoorDash to even get a tax return, so she did not do that this year. I did DoorDash. I was doing DoorDash, but then my truck started acting up. And then I realized during taxes, I paid more for DoorDash in taxes than I did making. So that that made no sense, so I stopped it. On June 25th, Pharaoh's landlord terminated her month-to-month rental agreement. She would have until August 1st to be out of the house. The family was evicted on her youngest daughter's seventh birthday. The night before, they tried to celebrate. Pharaoh served sloppy joes, and they were going to have birthday cake, but her daughter Summer didn't want to cut the cake until her actual birthday the next day, the day that they had to move into Pharaoh's battered Ford pickup truck. Okay, so how long do you have in a hotel right now? Until not this month, next Monday. So another 10 days. You have 10 days yeah. to find a place. Yes. Right now, Pharaoh stays at a hotel with her 7-year-old daughter and her 8-month-old son. Pharaoh's position is precarious. She searches Zillow for house listings and calls landlords throughout the day, 
in a desperate search to find a place that will accept her voucher. There's nowhere. And everywhere that I look, any kind of Yuba, I'm kind of looking at places. I didn't think Yuba when they gave me until this past Monday, um, this past week, I like went into a downward spiral of depression and uh, slept because I was sleeping and I just didn't wake up. Because if I keep sleeping, I'm going to sleep away this and I'm going to end up losing my kids. And then where am I going to go? And where are my kids going to go? And then I'm going to be sad because like I already lost my dog and my dog was my life, but he's on a farm and he goes to work and I guess he's learning about peacocks and uh, zebras and everything else. Can you tell me about that decision? Why you chose to rehome your dog? Because it was either him or my kids. So if we did get into a shelter or someplace safe, then I wouldn't have to worry about him. I came and got him on Wednesday and uh, we all cried. <laughs> we all cried. It was me and him because when I went through my bipolar downward spiral depression, he's the who helped me got out of it. What places in town have you called and, and asked for help and what are you what obstacles are you? Places I call everywhere and anywhere. Um, Tanning promises to Salvation Army from Topeka to Kansas City. None had openings, none of them could help, none of them had fundings. Um, Willow. Then there was no domestic going on currently, so they were like, Well, we don't know what to do because you're not currently in a domestic whatever and i was like well i don't really know i have a voucher uh it's for either a two-bedroom 945 or three-bedroom 1380. so recently they just passed a law that nobody can discriminate against section eight um but uh people are still telling me no we don't take section eight no we don't take section eight so then um every place that tells me no my sister has me right down and then she's calling the state about them Section 8 used to have a listing of housings that were open, but they stopped doing that, and so they said to go to Zillow. I just went over there yesterday and asked them for one, and they were like, no, if we stop doing that, she was, but Zillow has all the listings. A couple of them told me, yes, we'll accept it. We just are not in the, we, they were in Burnett. We don't know how to do it. And I said, well, here's what they told me is I find a place they call you, they set up a meeting for an inspection. They want you to pass inspection. Then they will contact you again and they will either mail you the check or whatever you need or whatever it is. So I told them a couple of them, like, I can help you out through the steps to getting onto the thing to accept it. So, in a way, you are absorbing or accepting the burden of facilitating this process for them, which is adding extra stuff for you to really do. Oh. Yeah, but then that's the only way to get it done. There's no family shelters in this town. I never knew that. I never knew that there was no help in this town either when it comes to failing promises. Like, you need clean UA, you need whatever, but that's even if they have an opening. But they're having a hard time getting then people out in the housing. And then um, anywhere out of state, Kansas City or anything like that, they are filled and they can't even take people either. Their outreach program lying in general is just we can't help there's no funding there's no nothing is that what happens can you call them yeah can we call them yeah two and one has all the homeless shelters together and how many beds are open if the lady the operator lady is being nice and will 
let you look in somewhere else besides Lawrence. It's like the emerging on the shoulder yeah. amber. For around whatever area that you're looking at. Okay. Well, I'm going to call them in a minute and see what we get. Thank you for contacting United Way of the Plains 211. To speak with a call specialist about resources in your area, please press 7 now. Your call may be monitored or recorded for training or quality assurance purposes. All of our call specialists are currently assisting other callers. Please hold and your call will be answered in the order it was received. United Way 211, how can we help you? Um, yeah, hey there. I'm trying to connect somebody to housing resources. She is, um, homeless with kids, um, and I'm having trouble finding anything for her. We're Uh, in Lawrence, Kansas. There's not a family shelter here, but they, uh, referred me to United Way as a option. Yeah, um... Can you tell me the zip code in Lawrence? And I'm not sure. Yeah. Sure, it's 66044. Or that's one of them. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, there aren't shelters there. Um, I mean, family shelters. Our shelters across the state have been really full. Um, I don't know. And there aren't places that are doing motel vouchers or anything either. It looks like... Well, I don't know if they can help. Maybe. Um, did you try Family Promise there in Lawrence by chance? Um, yeah. Uh, well, I, I called and left them a message, and she's called and talked to them, and they're, they're telling her that there's no um, openings, that she's on a wait yeah. list, but she's going to be out in the streets. Okay. Um, I, yeah, I don't see a lot available. It's kind of been this way all summer. Pretty bad as far as any kind of resources. And like I said, there aren't places doing motel vouchers or anything anymore. And then I've heard Lawrence has just gotten horrific um, because there's no place to live and that, you know, I'm not up there very often, but I heard it's a lot worse than it used to be with that whole camping area, I think, that's north of town. Yeah, so um, this the support side the city yeah i don't know that it's covid related i know a lot of people depended on some of the covid funding and it ended and a lot of them started getting what what are her options just i mean the streets yeah i don't know most of our families have a car and they're just staying in their cars at least in the wichita area okay Um, to stay safe but it's it's not yeah, I don't know. I just don't know of any other options. There are so many people getting evicted. and Yeah. Um, so do you guys have a lot of families like of, that in Wichita then? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have them getting, I think we have about 200 evictions a week, and then we don't have many shelter openings either. It's not a good scene. Oh. If you have a car, I mean, this. <laughs> it's at the point, it's like we feel like people are lucky if they have a car because if they don't, they're just finding a place to camp. I found a house that is uh, duplexed, but uh, they, they're not messaging back. But I figured it's because they found somebody who's not on Section 8 
who will pay the 1500 for the house for the three bedrooms instead of the 1380 that I'm willing to pay. Or that you're able yeah. to pay. Yeah, but it's actually, yeah. What do you think is the biggest challenge for you right now? Finding a place. Actually, like, calling people and um, letting them know that, like, uh, just finding a place in general, getting someone to call me back. As long as Pharaoh remains in a hotel, she is considered sheltered homeless. But if she's displaced to her truck again, she will be literally homeless. And at that point, the Kansas Department of Children and Family Services will be forced to shelter her children, even if it means separating them from their mother, she said. Last week, someone reported Pharaoh for being without shelter, but she is categorized as a family in need, and she's doing everything that she's supposed to to try to find housing. DCF is actively working to help Pharaoh stay with her children by helping her secure a place to live. Pharaoh's future and her children's future is uncertain, and every day after school, her daughter asks her if today is going to be the day that they take her away. She just wants to find a new place. She's sad that they took up the dog. That's what she asked me. When are we going to get taken from you? And said, she was like, found a place. I said, no. She said, well, then that's what happened today. I said, yes, it's about not going to let you go take you from me. But I told them, if me water a treatment facility is what it'll take for me to keep them, but that uh, finding children facility they'll take me and my kids is what's also being the hard thing because they will only take to a certain age. So her whole thing is she wants to find a place. She doesn't want to be apart from me, but she knows that if I don't find a place, then that is probably going to be a thing she's going to have to live with someone else. Is she afraid of that? Yes. But she keeps just asking me so she can prepare herself. She's trying to prepare herself for what may come. Isn't it hard for you to? Yes. For me to tell her, no, you're not going to get taken from me. I know that's what we what you hear that might happen, but I'm not going to let it happen. I will do everything to make sure that we stay together. And do you believe that that's possible? Yeah. Oh, and I just got to find someone who's willing to work with me and work with my subgenate and see that I'm trying. You've been listening to MB Out Loud. If you or someone you know can connect Pharaoh with a rental property in Lawrence, Kansas that will accept her voucher, reach out to me on the socials or drop a comment. Everyone else, thank you for listening.